This is a podcast from Delancey Elam Church. We meet every Sunday morning at 10:30 a.m. in the Delancey Elam Church building at Le Banks St. Sampson in the Channel Island of Guernsey. To contact us or find out more information about us, please visit our website at delanceyelam.co.uk. Just to spend a few moments before we really get on with the day, just thinking about what, what, what it's all about. Sometimes we can lose sight of what Christmas is all about, so it's great just these moments just to think about that. I just want to think about that story that uh, Liz read out from the reading there about the uh, wise men and how they followed the star. Just think of how they followed the star. Um, just got a few things for you. I was thinking about, in a sense, how that uh, how we wear shoes for different things. Now, this is this is my part. This is my posh shoe. So when I'm going to Bob, when I'm going to your one of your meals or something, I, yeah, wear posh shoes. You know, you have posh shoes there. This is for the remember those glorious days when you walk along the beach. Remember when there was actually sun, you know, Ever remember those days when you had sun? Uh, and those days, just walk along the sun, you know, walk along the beach there, the sea splashing across your feet, and oh, just walking across there and everything. So those are the sandals I use for that. This is my sporty look, believe it or not. That's when I'm sort of hammering Clive or Tim or, no, I bet I say that, why don't at badminton or tennis, you know, these are the ones, or, you know, I just, there's, you know, you go, you know, sports things and everything. Here's the point. Whenever you set your heart, your feet follow. When I set my heart to take Angie for a nice meal, that's where my feet go. When I'm going to hammer Tim at something, a sport, that's where my feet go. Walk along the beach where my feet go, where my heart desires. If I want a nice walk along the beach, that's where my feet go. It's interesting in the Bible... There's a lot of walking. We notice a lot of walking in the Bible. Jesus left heaven, walked on the earth, came to save man. I think of Mary and Joseph. They went all the way to Nazareth to Bethlehem because they wanted to see Jesus be manifest to the earth. The wise men. Do you realize how long that journey took? Do you realize it took two years? That was a two-year journey because they had a heart unsetting the worshipping of the king. I just want to speak just a few points, really, about this star. That's the first thing. I think it's important that we're following the right star. Big question is, what was that star? A lot of people, theologians, actually believe that star was some sort of supernatural light that, that they followed. But whatever it was, question this morning, what star are you following? What is uttermost in your mind? What is uttermost in your heart? What do you set your affections on? Because what you follow ultimately is a result of what's on your heart. So what you set your heart on is what you're going to follow in life. And I just, if I could give any person a gift to you this morning, it would be for you to see what God wants to do with your life. To have a life objective for your life. To follow God's agenda, to follow God's purpose for your life. What is a life objection? I think it's the reason for your existence. It's the reason why you're on this planet. Because that's the star that you will follow. What your life objective is, 
It's what you set your affections on. It's what you give your time to. It's what ultimately you give your life to. Here's the second thing. The star directs. He was a star, if you like, that directed the wise men. I think when I'm following my life's agenda, I believe that's what motivates you in life. That's what energizes you. That's what gives you a passion to your life. If you haven't got a life agenda, if you haven't got an objective to your life, you find that your life will just wander, will have no purpose, will, and you'll just almost just kind of exist. So we need to know what is my life's purpose. Why has God placed me here? What am I following in life? What is my life's objective? It's only that that I discover the true passion and the true stirrings of my heart. Notice what he also says. It says, they followed his star. Think about that. His star. Stop following your ideas or, or your, your agenda for life. It's coming into alignment with God's order for your life. Knowing the specific purpose and agenda God has called you for. And every single person here this morning, God has a life's objective for you. God has a purpose. God has got something that he put you on this planet for. And we've got to make sure it's his agenda, his plan, his purpose for our lives. That's the only way you ever really find true peace and, and true meaning and, and true peace in life. When you're following the star of God's agenda and God's purpose for your life. There's the next thing. I think that was such an influence on those wise men they could not, the Bible says, but not follow. I think that when every part of your being is touched by Jesus, we become so engrossed with Jesus, we're so overwhelmed with him, we can do nothing else but fulfill his purpose. It's almost when God gets a hold of your life and gets a hold of your heart, you can do nothing else but follow his purpose and his plan. The issue is when it's not really ruling in our lives, when he's not really the center of our lives, when he's not really got a hold of our lives, that we're not really going to be gripped enough to follow his objective for our lives. Here's the next thing, and I like this one. The star stopped at Jesus. It was fixed. Almost a heart that's focused on Jesus. It's not going to be distracted. I think there can be so many things in life that come to distract us. So many things that we can give our time, our affections, and all kinds of things in our life to, and at the end of the day, as the years go by, it's going to mean nothing to us. We're going to lose, why did I give my time? Why did I give my energy? Where did I give my, why did I give my effort to that thing? Where is it now? C.S. Lewis said this. He says, all that is not eternal is eternally useless. Where's the point? You focus on something that is eternal for your life. Because God's purpose and God's plan for your life will always have eternal consequences. It will last beyond you. God's purpose will always go on beyond you when you're following God's purpose and God's plan. I've often said this, uh, I think every person on this earth wants to leave a mark of why they've been on this earth. For, why they were here. They want to leave a mark to, to let people know, actually, I was on this planet. People's lives have been influenced. People's lives have been touched. People's lives are never the same because I walked on this planet. I'm following the agenda that God has got for my life. Here's the next thing. Let's not be stargazers, 
but to be star followers. In other words, we can say all kinds of things, we can give all kinds of talks, and we're going to say we're going to do this. The issue is, let's follow through what God's placed in our heart to do. Notice this. The star led them to a place of worship. The star led them to come and to worship, the, to worship Jesus in that statement. I was just thinking that our life's agenda, the purpose that God puts on our hearts, really will be an act of worship. That when we're really following him, we're following his purpose, his agenda to our lives, that is our act of worship. Given the, our lives, given what we have in our lives, usually to follow God is actually an act of worship. Not just singing songs, but following our life, following his plan, his agenda for our lives is part of our worship. Have you ever thought about that? Think about what they bought. The Bible says that they brought three things. They brought gold, they brought frankincense, and they brought myrrh. Gold speaks of Jesus being king. I think part of your purpose is to recognize that Jesus ultimately is sovereign. He's king. He's ruler of all things. What a great thing to put your life in the hands of the king and the ruler of the universe. Frankincense, if you like, speaks of his deity. Isn't it great to know that Jesus has unlimited power? He will often call you to do something that is beyond your ability and your power to do. But Jesus will give you the power and the ability to fulfill the life's purpose he's got for your life. And he says that thing is myrrh. Myrrh speaks of burial. And I was just thinking that part of our following Jesus is that not only do we think of the major, but we also think of the cross. I think when the cross and what Jesus did for you on the cross grips your heart and gets a hold of you, you always want to follow his purpose in your life. Listen, I must finish. Next thing is this. The Bible says that when they realized what Herod had wanted them to do, they took an alternative route. Don't you find that suddenly when you discover God's agenda, God's purpose for your life, suddenly your life takes another route. Your whole life takes a, another direction. When God reveals something he wants you to do in your life, you're following this way, you're following this agenda, you're going in this direction, and suddenly when God gets a hold of your life, your whole direction in life changes. He says they didn't follow the way of Herod. I think the way of Herod speaks of, of the way of discouragement, speaks of the way of negativity, speaks of, of the way of, of, of being comfortable and, and self-promotion, if you like. But I believe the purpose that God has for your life often means a change in direction to your life. How many have found that God's got different seasons for your life? And suddenly when God gets hold of your life, you begin to say, my life's been going in a certain way, but my whole life's direction is now changing. Isn't that wonderful? There's something else. Almost finished. I believe that the stars that, it was a star that led people to Jesus, in a sense, were stars. Have thought about that? Your life is meant to be a star that causes other people to want to follow Jesus. If people are going to see the love of God, they see the love of God through us. People are going to see something of the joy of God, they see the joy through us. If they're going to see mercy, they've got to see the mercy through us. If they're going to see forgiveness, they've got to see through us. 
I believe that we are the stars, if you like, that draw and lead people to Jesus. Here's the final thing. It kind of strikes me. Isn't it interesting where the star led the wise men? It never led them to the palace. It led them to a smelly stable. We see on the Christmas cards, don't we, all these beautiful pictures of the donkey there and these beautiful sheep sort of there. And, and you know, you get all these, this amazing, beautiful picture of what the stable was like. It was a horrendous, smelly, horrible place. And that's where the star led people, those wise men to. Not to Herod's palace, it led them to a stable. Have a thought about it in life. Sometimes when you're following life's agenda, when you're following life's goal, when you're going in the way God wants you to go, sometimes things don't always go as we plan it to go. What we thought was going to be a palace can so easily turn to a stable. In other words, things go wrong. Things seem to fall apart around us. Things where you thought was going to be this wondrous kind of plan, suddenly as you're following it, things suddenly begin to collapse around you. And there's the thing. Ever thought that God, if you like, wasn't in the palace, God was in the stable. And just because things right now may be falling apart for you, that doesn't mean God's left you. That doesn't mean that God's suddenly taken his hand away from your life. God can be found as much in the stable as he can be found in the palace. He's there. He says, I'm low, I'm with you always. Don't allow the devil to deceive you in thinking that when things are falling apart in your life, God is no longer there and working on your behalf. I found often God works more when things are hard, when things are tough. God is more working in those situations and when things are going well for us. Because God is behind the scenes in all kinds of things, bringing us and drawing us into his plan, his agenda for our lives. How many realize we want to follow the star? God's agenda, God's plan for our lives. Father God, um, I do thank you for this amazing day. Um, and we come here to celebrate Christmas and all that that means, that you did come down to earth in the form of of human being in the form of Jesus, Lord. And we thank you for that and all that means to us. And then it gives us hope and it gives us life. There are people around the world today who won't have hope, who are, who are facing hopeless situations and they are caught up in the trafficking industry. And so, Lord, we just want to pray for those people today, people who will not be celebrating Christmas as such and will not be having a good time today. Lord, we want to consider them and think of them and bring them before you. And Lord, pray that your love and your protection and your um, grace would just be over them today. Lord, that they would find comfort, that they would find healing, that they would find protection in your arms and in your love. So Lord, we bring this situation to you and everything that we, we do, the, the, uh, the awareness that we raise and the money that we raise, Lord, I pray that it would just be effective in working to helping um, get rid of this problem of human trafficking, we pray. In your mighty name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Delancey Elam Church. For more podcasts, information, or to contact us, please visit our website at delanceyelam.co.uk.